Season 4, Episode 10 of the Application Security Podcast. This is the final interview from AppSec EU that I did while I was there. And in this episode, we're joined by a couple of the ladies behind Women in AppSec, which is a OWASP project that's focused on getting more women involved in this whole application security thing. So we hope you enjoy hearing what is Women in AppSec and also how can everybody become involved with this very important project. The Application Security Podcast. Here we go. Hey folks, welcome to this episode of the AppSec Podcast. I am still at AppSec EU, and I am joined today by Vandana and Jesse. And so let's start with Jesse as far as your security origin story. Our listeners, every episode, they're, they're glued to the edge of their chair waiting to hear people's origin stories about how they got into security. So how'd you get into this, this world of AppSec? Yeah, you know, for me, security security is a calling. It's something that I've always wanted to do. I've never really wanted to do anything else. Um, even in the fifth grade, I uh, worked as a security patrol person <laughs> in my elementary school. And um, from there, I um, was passionate and read all of our Nancy Jew books in the eighth grade year and saw this woman who was doing this incredible work. And um, and I saw myself in her, and um, and then of course saw War Games back in the '80s, and saw with Matthew Broderick, and I said, I love oh, that movie. I know, I know, me too. And I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. You know, so I really grew up with this idea of what does it mean to kind of work in the physical area of cybersecurity, and also and kind of and be a hacker. And I have a twin sister, and she too uh, works in security. She actually works for the Secret Service. So we both really have kind of grown up with this passion of doing this work and contributing and seeing how we can um, really contribute our work to create a more consciously secure world. And so with that, um, I, my parents were really amazing and when we were young and got us involved in different engineering programs. And then I went to university and um, focused on computer science and law and security. And I think for me, it's been, I think what's been interesting about my career is just doing different things within security, but at the end of the day, it all comes back to, um, it just comes back to this passion that I have that I think just is innate about really what it means to be able to contribute to our society as a whole, uh, which includes obviously the organizations um, and also individuals and, and really creating a more consciously secure world. Mm -hmm. Cool, thank you. And then uh, Vandana, how did you get into security? Okay, so it started way back in uh, 2005, wherein I started as a developer, and um, uh, I was coding, but then there was something in me that really wanted to experiment, and then uh, I had a discussion with my boss, and he said, why don't you try security, because uh, he was uh, heading security as well, and I uh, moved to one of the network security projects, stayed there for a couple of uh, years, and then got an opportunity to work in application application security, wherein uh, my development background helped me in uh, grooming it more and refining it more. Um, uh, I was there and I started training the new members who, uh, who came into the team. 
alongside uh, the mobile security was booming so i got to uh, grow my uh, mobile security skills as well with one of the certification in mobile hacking um, then uh, after uh, doing that for for like couple of years i thought uh, the now the cloud is booming let's go ahead and learn cloud and all the wonderful ladies out there they helped me uh, in growing my career in cloud security as well mm-hmm. and um, and i got to learn so so many things from the community mm-hmm. uh, i've been part of uh, ovas bangalore chapter for from past 6 years and uh, uh, now leading as well uh, the bangalore chapter so when uh, women in appsec ovas via came into the picture i said yes this is i this is what i want to do grow more women in security because in the in the india chapters i've seen only a couple of women show up no more than that but um, uh, because of via i can see the number is growing last month we had uh, close to 18 women in the meetup which is like a huge number so you have a do you have a specific meetup well, let, let's actually back up and talk about <laughs> women in appsec a little bit kind of kind of um maybe more of a fundamental definition kind of help us understand when we say women in appsec mm-hmm. what is what does that actually mean okay so when we talk about women in appsec it's more about getting more women in application security and uh, uh, helping them in growing their career in application security uh, we are uh, targeting the uh, the women there that are already there in the market they are developers and from the other background but they want to come here and join uh, and be part of application security alongside we are also targeting the the college students because they are super amazing they have a zeal to learn a security and they know they are a day in and day out as part of engineering they are working on the coding it's just that we uh, we are going to the colleges and helping them out uh, and be part of a bigger community okay and so jesse is this a this is an oas project per se is it is is there another word for how this fits into oasp Yeah so within greater OWAS uh, women in application security is a committee. committee and so and it's really the idea is that every single chapter around the world would have a WIA committee um, that's what we call it WIA women in application security and so the idea is that the chapter leaders themselves are really encouraging the growth of this committee and it's and it's great for a number of situations for all the reasons that Vandana said for why it is that we want to increase the number of women within application security in general but also not only does it increase the um just kind of general diversity but it increases the chapter the number of people within chapters uh right now um across the world having an increase um of women in within application security is a wonderful thing for businesses so it helps to support the greater pipeline and the increase in the need for talent um and then of course within any organization and i think an important thing for all chapter leaders to know is that also when you're looking at thinking of developing relationships and partnerships with businesses this is a wonderful opportunity for them to be able to themselves have access to great talent um and for them to also uh, increase their own numbers when it comes to the talent that they have within their organization and so i think that you know for oas to really take this on and to really own it and to really instill the importance of this within their chapter leaders to be able to grow their wea committee or to start a wea committee within their own chapters i think it only support uh, support them in probably some of the more fundamental things that are super important when we look at statistics and growth for an organization which are membership and also sponsorship uh, yes. support And so when we talk about when it, if when a chapter has a we a committee 
do they do some things with the chapter meeting and then some things that are separate? Like what are, what are, the, what are the activity pieces that would fit under the WIA committee? Well, I would say, you know, whether, I'll speak from the North America perspective, and I'd love to hear your thoughts from the, from India and some of the things you've done there, Vandana. You know, in North America, I would say that, you know, when we think about our New York chapters and Brooklyn chapter that, um, that I'm a part of, is a lot of it, in some ways, is, the similar, is similar. We're looking to bring in speakers to be able to share their knowledge and share their information. We're looking to bring in young individuals who are in college who would help build the talent pipeline. Uh, we're focused on really uh, supporting mentorship and getting people involved in different OWASP projects. The, the difference within WIA is that there's a, a, a more of an emphasis on really supporting women in doing these things. So for example, having women speakers come okay. in, even though we do have male speakers, but having women speakers, giving women an opportunity to, to, to practice speaking so that they can increase their own confidence in it and so they can speak in other places. Um, it's about helping to make sure that we have the right mentorship programs. Uh, yeah. Mentorship is really important and mentorship varies in many different ways. And, um, and um, sometimes it's successful and sometimes it's not, but this allows specifically for women within application security to be mentored in a, in a specific way that can really help them to develop their own skill sets. So you have a specific, pro, you, you have a specific approach that's yes. WIA specific yes. to, high, so, so what does that look like then from a mentorship perspective for somebody, because we may have some listeners who are women who are interested in getting into AppSec, but yeah. tell, tell us a little bit more about what that looks like if they come to the meeting and mm-hmm and they say, I'd like to be mentored. What, is, what does that look like? Right, so uh, when we talk about mentorship and mentee program, it's, uh, it's for all the women that are coming out. And uh, it's, it's more of a global approach that we are trying to make it. Mm-hmm. And uh, currently we have uh, monthly uh, webinars that happen for all the women across wherein the speakers are uh, specifically women. We're targeting male, uh, male speakers as well because uh, it's good to have male speakers and uh, inclusivity on those webinars mm-hmm. uh, so that uh, all the women who are present in the webinars, they can uh, uh, hear from the male speakers as well. Uh, apart from that, uh, when we talk about the, uh, the main goal in the mentorship and mentee program wherein um, we, would be a, uh, we would have a plan wherein uh, we have a plan wherein m- there is a mentor and that person has a mentee as well. So it's like a give and take. And uh, that, that information would only be with us and with the person who is working on that. Okay. Yeah, so that uh, it, it, it is actually kind of a bringing in a, a kind of a closed loop wherein the VA officers knows, yes, these are the people assigned. And the mentor, before assigning a mentee to them, we would ask them, we would request them that if they are okay with it, and there are a lot of women who have reached out to us and want to be mentees as well, wherein they want mentorship. And they are uh, actually uh, very senior women as well, wherein certain points they, uh, they really need guidance. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, mentors can be uh, uh, male speakers as well, where they can guide uh, mm-hmm. the women uh, and in specifically how to grow their career. Not mm-hmm. just in uh, application security, but in general security. Mm-hmm. Because uh, when we talk about the statistics, there are only 5% of women are there uh, across the world. Uh, people say 11%, but yeah, it's, it's more of a 5% women in security mm-hmm. across the globe. So we want to have more of that. And um, I can see that uh, the, rep- uh, the representation is going high and high mm-hmm. because of the, uh, the help from uh, the community, the mm-hmm. bigger community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And I think what's unique about this is that a lot of it is crowdsourced from the community, yes. meaning it's the community also telling us what it is that they want. Because the truth of the matter is, is that there are many different ways to mentor someone and there's many different ways to be mentored. Mm -hmm. And not everything works for everyone. And I think when we really talk about the unique uh, the unique population of women that are in application security or want to de develop their skill sets in application security, the truth is is that what they need might be different than mm -hmm. what the traditional mentoring, uh, mentoring model is. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the key thing here is that we're interested in developing a new innovative approach that can really help us to really kind of explode this pipeline yeah. and really support established leaders and greening their skill sets in application security and bringing in new leaders. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And so... Um, I guess, Jesse, you kind of gave us the North American perspective, and then um, Vonda and I think you were going to come back and give us kind of more of the perspective from kind of the, the Asia, Asia perspective of um, how this approach, and I know we, we were talking before, and you had mentioned something about OWASP kids and some of the other training events. Um, can you tell us more about the training events you've done, and then also I'm, I'm interested in this OWASP kids idea, mm -hmm. too. I think it's, it's, it's cool. So Okay. So uh, when we, uh, I would uh, start off with the training events that we had done as part of the OWASP. Last year at one of the conferences in India, uh, Nalcon, we had a specific OWASP uh, women's event wherein uh, it was more of a quiz for them so that they can play around and understand what OWASP is and what women in AppSec is all about and be part of it. And uh, uh, also as part of women in AppSec, we had a workshop that was complete hands-on on, on uh, OWASP Top 10 and a little bit overview on uh, the new projects that we have for, from OWASP. Uh, it, this year at Nalcon 2018, uh, and um, actually uh, a good number of women showed up. We made it open for all the women, uh, all the women who are um, uh, part of the conference, and the same we are planning at other conferences as well, so that more, women, more women can be part of it and leverage it as free. Okay, and it's, it's the same... You, you, OWASP Top 10 is where you're starting. Yes. You, so replicating uh, that training for other locations. Yes, that's okay. right. And um, more of it, uh, we are refining the content. And uh, apart from OWASP Top 10, we are trying to integrate it with DevSecOps as well. Got wherein it. women want to... I have uh, uh, taken the feedback in the last training wherein they said, yeah, we're very interested in OWASP Top 10, but how can we integrate it with the, the, our DevSecOps model? Because we are students and then uh, we are uh, developers. A lot of developers were there. So they are really interested in combining both of them and then uh, bring it like a, a cake with a cherry on top of it. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then the um, OWASP Kids was a separate is that part of women in AppSec or is that something that's no, kind of separate that was a separate event okay, altogether. I'm still I'd, I'd still yeah. love to hear about it because I think it's cool okay so uh, that's kind of an um, a, a model wherein we wanted kids also to be part of the security the kind uh, the kind of uh, gadgets that we are getting and the technology is growing our kids uh, when they just get when they're born they start playing around with the gadgets um, so we thought that why don't we bring out something for the kids who are going to school. So there's an age defined that uh, uh, from 7th uh, grade till 12th grade, uh, we would open it up for, the, for all the schools. We shared the information uh, across the sites and we shared it with the uh, conference organizers. And we, uh, we actually brought, bought uh, hardware for them so that they can open it and see what exactly inside a computer. They know compu they're playing around with computer, the desktops, laptops. Uh, but they don't know what's inside. So we actually op asked them to open it. We got mm -hmm. the screwdrivers and other things. They opened it up. And then apart from that, we had uh, drones. 
when they can play around with drones and how can they change the battery, how can they uh, try and spoof all the information from um, from the drones. Uh, um, and there was one section wherein we had uh, we had made uh, a Scratch uh, and Python uh, coding available for them so that at least they can get a little bit idea on how the coding works, how, where, where can they start from. Um, and there was one very interested section where interesting section wherein we had a soldering. So that was the booth wherein every kid was going. We were like very scared in the beginning that whether they would be interested in that, but every kid sold uh, soldered an OWAS B. Okay. I was running. Wow, that was the most amazing section. Yeah, very cool. Okay, so yeah, that's that's cool. I think it. Um, it's it's once again it's it's opening AppSec ideas to a, another population, which yeah. is you know we we need to get some more of those next generation those kids yeah. excited about AppSec when they're in high school, so when they get to college, they can start pushing their teachers to teach them about AppSec. Right. After the break, Jesse explains how different OWASP chapters can become involved with women in AppSec. The Application Security Podcast operates with support from Security Journey. A security belt program provides the three pillars of successful AppSec training. Learning, application, and experience. Visit us on the web at www.securityjourney.com to learn how you can teach and empower your developers using a new kind of security training. Jesse dives back in with how the chapters of OWASP can get involved with women in AppSec. Yeah, so what I would say is, um, um, I think one of the things, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Vandana, but we there is a place where you can go in and you can, um, you can select to get on the mailing list. Um, but one of the things that we are interested in doing is better tracking how uh, to be able to support the different chapters, but also the membership within different chapters for WIA, yes. uh, particularly within um, within North America, as I'm leading that. Um, but the biggest thing um, that we're focused on doing, and one of the things that came out of the WIA committee meeting yesterday, is our commitment to create kind of a set of um, different documents that can help chapters in launching WIA. Okay. Um, and so whether that's having an initial kind of deck or presentation that you can present at a chapter meeting, whether it's having um, kind of a list of um, um, kind of a best practice on how to really engage women in general within women in application security or developing that committee. But I would say as a chapter leader, I think, you know, outside of that and to just be able to start immediately right away would be talking about this at every single meeting. Um, the second thing that I would say is that whatever email communication you're sending out, this should be in every single email communication that should go out. There should just be an area for WIA. Um, <clears throat> the next thing that I would say is that um, as much as possible, um, start get um, because we do have monthly meetings, there should be a representative from your chapter okay. on these monthly calls. And it can be also people who are just simply interested that are part of the community, interested in participating, but it would also be great to have an actual person from the chapter that is actually a part of these calls. And then one of the things that we're committed to doing is just like we had yesterday, the WIA luncheon, is doing this at every single OWASP conference in the future. And so we had a great room that was packed yesterday. So, but what can we continue to do to grow this? Uh, and the other thing that I would say, which is super important, is you know how can we leverage 
um, the incredible numbers of membership within the current chapter to be able to increase the membership within the WIA committee. So for example, it's not an additional uh, investment to become a member of the, of the WIA committee. It's, the, it's just the same part of the investment of becoming a member of OWASP. So, but you know, and let's say even in North America, could we increase the number of women that are participating in WIA or a part of the WIA uh, chapters across the, the country? Um, and uh, within, you know, also thinking of Canada, from let's say maybe 60 where we maybe have active users now to a thousand. And mm-hmm. what would it mean to be able to do that in a year really by, by going through chapter leaders yes. and really having that vision. And so that means then every chapter having their own goal for how it is that they're also engaging and the number of, of people that they would want to have engaged in participating in WIA, in WIA events and yeah. also in, in, in having women participate within their own chapters. Yeah. And also, uh, what we have done in India, Bangalore chapter and Delhi chapter, wherein we would have a specific slot for women, wherein we are trying to encourage women. I have seen personally that there are a lot of women who come up and say that we want to speak, but we don't know where to start off. Mm-hmm. So we, we actually try and help them on uh, starting with a basic topic, at least the lightning talk, and helping them in actually uh, uh, making their presentation. Mm-hmm. That's very important. And then... Um, guiding them on how to present. Sometimes we actually get on a call with them and uh, do a demo talk so that they are comfortable. And uh, when they go on the stage, they are really comfortable in speaking mm-hmm. with a wider audience. Because uh, uh, Bangalore is, is in a way called as a Silicon Valley of India, wherein uh, sometimes uh, you would see more than 150 members also coming up to the meeting, mm-hmm. so which is like a huge number at a meetup. Yeah. And we're also planning that we would have one of the meetups wherein... Uh, um, we will have all female speakers, mm-hmm. so it will be like a surprise meetup for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. also um, we also uh, got to know that uh, mm, uh, women want to know more about it. There are a lot of women who are part of OWASP, and in general, they are member, but they are not. Uh, they they want to know more about it. Uh, so we would be sending emails, not just to the mailing list, via mailing list, and the leaders' mailing list. We would be sharing it with a wider audience as we grow, as we move to the static site and the uh, new medium of uh, sharing the information. Okay. So that uh, the leaders which receive the email, they can also uh, share it across because it's not just uh, we women have to do it, but it's all all of us have to do it as a leader. Yeah. And so I'm going to pick on my chapter again because I would say we have less than 5% membership are women. Yet we have a very robust technological community with, Mm -hmm. and there's lots of women that work in -hmm. in these other, in in a lot of big companies that are right around our chapter. Mm -hmm. And so what are some things that we can do to better connect with the, the local women in the tech populations yeah. to, to, to get to invite them. I, 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 the only thing I can imagine is we're not, we're doing something, we're missing something. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. And I've got both of you sitting here. So I'm thinking yeah. I want to get, I want to get your thoughts on this because I can take that back. That could become actionable for me and yeah. a lot of other people who are might, might be struggling with the same thing. Like they want, like I'm, I want to support, I want to help this mission, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like my chapter is doing a good job and I don't really know how to do a good job yeah, with this. Yeah, so. the, 
the first thing I could say just right off the bat that definitely is action ball is so there are there are a couple people here that I've met that are uh, from North Carolina so one of them is going to be our closing speaker tonight Allison who's yes. actually really passionate about this mm-hmm. and so um, our closing keynote I would say she can she is someone who would I think love to get involved and I think and she um, uh, works within the finance industry and so I think that she is someone that can be a gateway to helping to connect and bring women to the event so I think it's it's looking for people that are like that that are kind of these key influencers what I would call key influencers that can leverage their own network and bring them to different events. So that's the first thing. Okay. The second thing is really the onus is on all of us. You know, the, the accountability is on all of us as as OWASP members to be able to to be able to help increase these numbers. So the second thing I would say is for anyone that comes to an OWASP meetup in the future, it it's required that they bring a woman. And it can be their sister, it can be their, it could be their coworker, it could be uh, someone who uh, maybe even doesn't have a security background. But the key is to bring women into the fold that are passionate about learning more about this area. And I think that is one of the really key things, and that's something that can easily happen. And then the third thing I would say is, um, you know, I think as you are continuing to, you know, I think we all are leveraging social media, really make sure that there is a target for women on social media. Um, that there's uh, that we're using specific hashtags that incur that focus on women, and then you know the the fourth thing I would say is go to the universities. You know North yeah. Carolina has incredible universities. They have incredible t- uh, technology programs. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, you know I think there's any I think any one of the any one of the departments there um, that focus on information technology would be happy to post about the different OWASP mm-hmm. meetups and really encourage students to come. And I think literally within a matter of three months you could easily increase the number of women that are coming to meetups. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I buy your point wherein uh, uh, that we can pick up the women who are really passionate because women actually um, pull the other women mm-hmm. because they're really comfortable. And when the other women get comfortable, they would pull the other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a chain that gets uh, built up. Uh, sometimes they, they really want to come out but they're not very comfortable. When the sea of women is actually helping them come out, so they they, they, they get uh, well-versed with the environment and then they mm-hmm. actually bring other women as well, mm-hmm. part of that. Yeah. yeah. yeah and college is the best place to target that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So what do you uh, what, do, what do you consider, I guess a final question, what do you consider success for, I mean, 2018 seems like it's flying away from us here. Like we're, we're almost thinking 2000, let's say for 2019, mm-hmm. because then we get a full year of, of time. What, do, what would you consider success for OWASP women in AppSec? What are, what, are the, what are the metrics or the goals or things you're kind of thinking about mm-hmm. for the future? So currently we have, when we talk about the mailing list in women in AppSec, we have close to 75 women. Mm-hmm. And um, five leaders we have across the geography. Uh, and we want to make sure that we have at least threefold of women mm-hmm. in the community. That's what uh, it's going to be like. That's what we are planning that if we at least reach that target, we are helping those women. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are achieving. And then, yes, it will grow up and we'll have more leaders, more women leaders in the community who will share it across. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, it's more like uh, region-wise, wherein I am um, taking care of Asia. Uh, Jess is taking care of North America. Mm-hmm. Then we have Loredana, who's, she's taking care of uh, Italy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, uh, she's also part of, one of the vice chair. Mm-hmm. And Zoe is part of the uh, U.S. chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, we are trying to cover all the geographies. Yeah. And uh, we want to have more leaders coming up for, from different places. So, um, yeah, that will be... Yeah. That's what our approach is. 
Yeah, you know, the, the one thing I would add to that is that, you know, when I think about OWASP and, you know, the reason why I've really been passionate about getting involved in OWASP is because of the influence that OWASP has globally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, the, it's their ability to also influence enterprises' behavior, mm-hmm. right? When they're thinking about pen testing, they're thinking of, of the OWASP Top 10 and they're looking at uh, OWASP, uh, OWASP um, focuses and in information in order to be able to focus and to be able to think about how they can, um, uh, how they can strengthen their program. And so with that, what I would say is that I think that the next edge, uh, and I'll use that term for OWASP, and really thinking globally and how to grow the organization, um, um, both in terms of numbers, but also in really in terms of growing it, in terms of also sponsorship dollars, is to really think about how to bring in women. Because this is the, the frontier for businesses right now. Mm-hmm. And so if they're looking for talent, if they're looking to have the best types of leaders, if they're looking to be able to grow and they're looking for flexibility among their leaders, they need to have the strongest ones. And, and that and their biggest focus right now is, bring, is helping to increase women within their workplace and also helping to bring in skilled uh, talent leaders. But also we, what we know in the United States is we're looking for the, the best security leaders as well and the, and the most talented tech leaders. And so I think if OWASP can have specific metrics around and really and really focus on um, helping their chapter leaders to think about how does every single chapter leader make sure that we have an uh, we get representative every single chapter that if we look and go okay if whatever the the number of people that we have uh, that are members within OWASP ten percent of that by the end of 2019 have to be members of WIA. Mm-hmm. So if that, so whatever that happens to be, so maybe that's, let's say, I'll just throw out, I'm not going to, because I don't know the exact numbers, but let's just say that it's 100,000 members that we have at OWASP or 50,000, then then 10% of that should be members within, within WIA. Because why not? I mean, this is for both men and women, and it's mm-hmm. for about people who are championing the growth of women um, within not just in security, but also within the workplace. And I think those are metrics that if you can say, and I think as an organization, if they, can, if OWASP can say, hey, these are the amount of women that we have engaged in women in application security across the world. Mm-hmm. The, you know, and these are the, um, we can break it down to you for t- uh, per chapter. These are the type of um, events that we have globally. These are the a t- a number of women that are attending our conferences, speaking at our conferences. I think that it'll put OWASP on a completely different level than any organization in the world, particularly mm-hmm. security organizations. So I think that we're just in this new frontier as we really think about what does it really mean not to just set ourselves apart in security in terms of security, um, and also the, what we're offering in terms of value to our members. But I think it's also thinking how can we offer value to organizations as well. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's the next frontier to really to really grow and to really think and to be cutting edge. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know I said finally, but I, I've got another question too. So. When I think about, I think a lot of a lot of men that are looking towards the kind of women in AppSec kind of movement, I think there's like a lot of confusion for what is, like what 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 can men do to support this effort? And some some men may step may just look at it and say, well, it's, that's not a, there's no world out there's nothing for me to do that's a part of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's where I've heard you say a couple of things here that are, that that I know that's not the direction that's not kind of your vision. So yeah. I think it'd be it, you could help to just really clearly kind of lay that out right now, yeah. just so folks know what yeah. what 
what they can, what men can do to be yeah. a part of this movement. I would say so. A couple of things um, I would say right off the bat is because we have more male men as chapter leaders. Then if you make the commitment yourself as a chapter leader to say we're committed to having a representative of WIA within our chapter, that alone will send a message to the mm-hmm. rest of the chapter that this is important and this is something yeah. you're committed to. I would say that's the first thing. The second, if you do say, hey, men, we would like you to bring a woman next time with you when you come to a chapter meeting. That alone also sends a message. And where maybe uh, maybe there may be someone who's not even thinking about that, will all of a sudden maybe change the way he looks at his environment. And you know, I'm sure he'll notice a woman who's passionate about security and invite her to come, whether the person's in the workplace or someplace else. Mm-hmm. The second thing, the, the third thing I would say is that you know, we talk about mentoring and women can't do it alone. We can have women mentor women, but there's still only a certain number of women. That's right. You know, and women are mothers yeah. and they're traveling, you know, and we have men that are fathers, but there's there's so there's so many competing priorities and so men mentoring women is mm-hmm. absolutely critical. And I just think there's a perspective that men can bring that, you know, that a woman maybe won't be able to yeah. bring or just bring a different perspective. So I think that's absolutely critical. Um, and I think, too, I think the fourth thing that I would say is also because of their experience, because we do have more men in, the, in, in this industry, that I think that they just will bring a completely unique perspective um, that, that will be able to help women in navigating their career. Um, the other thing is, is because men many times at conferences are leading these conferences, um, they're the presidents of the chapter, there's more men on boards, even here at OWASP, that when we have conferences like this and we're thinking, okay, we want to have speakers, uh, how can we make sure that we have women speakers? Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're the ones actively making sure that this happens. They're the ones re- you know, that are making sure that they're you know, looking at all of the applications that are coming right. in and looking at all the women that, are, that have applied and, okay, you know, maybe this isn't the best you know, uh, application that came in, but what can we do to connect with her and say, hey, how can we help you with it? Make sure your presentation is great. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it can be, but it can be better than maybe what we what we initially saw, or maybe it's reaching out and inviting a woman to come and participate. I think these are all things that men can do that are that seem that are that are very simple, and it doesn't necessarily, um, and that many ways they would be doing anyway. It just in their natural day of life, they would just be doing it for a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're just asking them to do it for a woman, mm-hmm. and also to think about it in terms of your own wife, your own daughter, your own niece, your own sister. Because that, that's, that's what this is too. This is about creating a new generation of yes. leaders. And I think it, I th- when I think about when we're connecting, it's no different than thinking about the fact that you're really helping to support another, another man's daughter or mm-hmm. another, yeah. you know, yeah. another friend's you know, wife, whatever, whatever that happens to be. And also, how would you want your daughter or your wife to be treated if the situation was reversed? And yeah. I think just looking at it from that lens, I think, is, 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 are just things that men can do. Mm-hmm. And of course, creating a safe environment where women that's feel right. safe. I mean, that's Absolutely. that's that's the biggest thing too. That's you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great place to end our conversation here. Thank you very yeah. much for taking the time, and uh, we'll be uh, l- looking for ways to I know to uh, move forward with women in AppSec for the Raleigh, North Carolina chapter at least, okay. because I have great. some involvement in that, and I can. Uh, I can do something with that, and uh, thank you for your efforts to to promote this and to be leaders, and um, let us know how we can help more in the future. Absolutely. Sounds great. Thank Thank you. you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for listening to the Application Security Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please do us a favor and visit the iTunes store and give us a five star rating. Our intro music is 8 Bit Kung Fu by Bourne and TJ, and the outro is Southern Delight by Stefan Kartenberg. You can find us on Twitter at AppSecPodcast 
or on the web at www.appsecpodcast.org.